Welcome to Briggs Auto Insider, Auto Insider, the podcast where the road to automotive knowledge begins. Brought to you by Briggs Auto Group, your trusted name in cars. Welcome back to the Briggs Auto Insider. This week we are sitting down in Fort Scott, Kansas with my good friend Frank. Good to see you. Thanks for being on today. You are the GM over the whole Fort Scott location, correct? Correct, yeah, the campus here in Fort Scott, we General Motors, yep. Ford, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Toyota. So how many how many OEMs are here? Five. Five, so you have five OEMs here in Fort Scott, and you have the whole side of the street down here. Yeah, you come into Fort Scott, <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna you see us. So today on uh, the Briggs Auto Insider, we're gonna be talking about new technology in vehicles. And technology has came I mean, crazy, crazy far in just a very short period of time. The last five to 10 years, cars aren't even remotely the same. And we were even discussing a little bit before we started on just the different uh, integration systems and the, the subscriptions that cars have on them now. So like, what does that look like? When you're in buying a car, and the whole podcast all the time is to educate people to be more comfortable when they come in to purchase a car. It's a scary time for people, and a lot of people don't understand all the technology that's on vehicles in today's world. Absolutely. So I think the first thing that most of the time when somebody's in looking at a vehicle is they're, they get this subscription out of nowhere. That they're like, oh, you get 60 days, what is it, 90 days free, six months, something right. like that, whatever the time frame is. And they don't understand even what it is. So what is the subscription that's coming on a lot of these cars? What does it do for someone? You know, we got to, you got a, a few several things. I mean, first and foremost, before you even get to that point, it's definitely taking the time to educate the customer on what all that technology is. You know, what used to be a delivery process of uh, here's your keys, here's your car, see you later. Uh, those days are certainly gone in the past. We have to make sure we absolutely take the time, educate the consumers on what this technology is, what's it going to do for them, how long it's there for, um, and most of that's done setting their phone up, pairing their phone with the cars where it starts. All the factories, uh, all the OEMs have an app that you download to your, uh, to your cell phones um, and literally can uh, update you about your car the whole time you're driving. Uh, we got certain cars that, uh, especially in the, take the Toyota line up to where uh, um, that car, once it's connected and it's a system called connected services through Toyota um, and we register and we set all that up at time of delivery um, educate the customer on how it works and what they can expect and what they're going to expect is that car, if it ever develops any issues, uh, say they t a tire light comes on, um, even though they may see the tire light come on the dash, but they also get a notification on their phone, but it also connects them to the dealership. We at the dealership get noti notified that, you know, well, hey, Dane, your tire light just came on, uh, you know, you want to swing by and we take, take a look at that? Yeah. Uh, but if you don't share that information with the customer, if they don't, if they don't know what that technology can really do, they're going to look at their phone and go, "What am I doing?" Yeah, um, it's funny because it was uh, two vehicles ago when I bought. I purchased a vehicle and I pretty much looked at the dealership. I was like, "Hey, you don't need you don't need to show me how to do this." I've, I feel like I'm kind of tech savvy, and I was like, "I'll figure it out on my own." I could actually never figure out the app really well. At right. all. And then when I bought my next one, they're like, "You want to show show us?" Or show you how to use the app. I was like, yeah, hundred percent. I was like, I didn't figure it out last time correctly, and now it 
I can start my vehicle 15 minutes before I leave and I just click and hold the button on my phone. I don't have to go search for my keys around the house. I can, I can be getting ready and start it and you can set temperatures in them now and you can lock it, unlock it, it full diagnosis that, like you said, if a tire light comes on, if a check engine light right. comes on. And you start from the airplane. I mean, yeah. you're, if you're traveling <laughs> in, I mean, you can start your car from wherever and it can de-ice or cool so, off. Or so I think that's like, one part that just became crazy is how integrated our phones are with our vehicles now. And you were talking before we started that we can even get updates on the vehicles, not even coming to the dealership now too. Yeah, certain vehicles, especially in the uh, in the in the Chrysler brand, especially they've really taken a a big step. Is they call them flash updates, computer updates. Instead of getting a recall notice in the mail and the, the consumer's got to bring their car into the dealership to have a recall repaired on their car, well, a lot of those recalls, they would come in and it was us literally plugging the car into the computer and doing a computer update to where now uh, when that car's connected via connected services, if there's a recall that comes out on that car and it's just a, a flash update and a computer update, they literally will remote into that car via satellite and uh, do that update while the car's sitting in your driveway, sitting at work. I think I was telling you, I had a customer that did just last week called me going, do you know why my headlights come on at two o'clock in the morning? <laughs> well, when they connect to the car, they literally power up the electrical system of the car and the lights can come on and uh, something's going on. If I don't tell you about that, yeah. you, you're gonna go, I'm calling 911, so it's <laughs> stealing my car or something. Yeah. But it, I mean, that technology is uh, super, super customer friendly. It, saves them so much more time, keeps them connected with the car, and they're not having to waste their time coming into the store to have that little flash done. For sure. And I think a lot of, overall, just the computer systems in cars now, like somebody 20 years ago could probably work on their own car. There's things that they could look at, you can figure it out. Now you look in these cars, if you don't have the right computers to plug into them, I don't think you're figuring them out most of the time. Right. So it's like way out of my realm. Uh, so the next thing, I think a lot of times when people are coming into the lot, I think shopping for a car can get very overwhelming very quickly because there are so many options on cars now. And we were discussing how the, the term fully loaded right. is thrown, a lo thrown around now, which most cars now are fully loaded <laughs> in comparison to what most people think. And they're like, well, I want a fully loaded car. That could be in the Ford lineup, that could be an XLT to someone, and that could be a King Ranch to someone else. So when you have someone come in, we're what are some of those options that people can get that a lot of times they don't understand what it is? You know, I mean, especially in the last couple few years, I mean, things, uh, and we take it for granted, the store customer comes in, they think they want fully loaded. Well, fully loaded is power windows, power door locks, a power seat, air conditioning, cruise control. Uh, well, that cruise control today, you, the new option in there is what's called adaptive cruise, uh, which is an option on every single model. Um, and if you don't take the time to explain to them what adaptive cruise is, that is, as you set your cruise control and you're going down the highway and you're approaching another vehicle where the vehicle will actually slow down for you um, and alert you, hey, you're getting too close to the car in front of you, either check your surroundings, see if you can go over to the other lane, but it'll actually keep the car in lane and keep you from uh, having to brake, having to turn the cruise control off. If you turn into the other lane, uh, turn your blinker on, move over their lane, it'll take you back up to where that cruise was originally set. Um, and then the adaptive cruise is one piece, 
Then you have the what's called lane assists, which all the cars have. That's now part of being fully loaded. <laughs> um, and if they don't necessarily understand what that is, it'll kind of freak them out a little bit. You're driving down the road, and you may all of a sudden veer over to the right or the left a little bit, and the car self-corrects. Um, if you don't know that you have that uh, lane assist, and your car all of a sudden starts moving back, you could easily, your natural reaction is to turn the wheel back the other way. Yeah. Um, so knowing that that technology is there just to, to make sure you're safe and you're staying, uh, staying within the lane. There's two of the models that we have in the, uh, in the GM lineup that go so far as, a, as you're moving over in, in that lane assist, you're rolling over into the, uh, into the right or the left. There's, a, there's actually a, a vibration in the seat. <laughs> yep. If you're going over to the, to, to the right, the, the right side of your seat will vibrate. If you're going over the left, your left side of your seat will vibrate. <laughs> um, but again, it's all about education, number one. We have to make sure that somebody coming in today and they just want a fully loaded car, we need to spend the time with them and really tell them what fully loaded is today because it's not yeah. what it was a few years ago. And I, I think that that is something that is just progressively going to, I mean, change year over year. That you taught in GM now, they ha I was ordering a vehicle and they were like, you want Super Cruise? I'm like, I don't know what Super Cruise is. And now it's pretty much its own full self-driving system that it moves the lanes for you, the steering wheel lights up on the top and it, it'll be green when you're all good, it'll go red when you're getting too close, it turns blue when it's moving and it's just like, it's crazy that that's something that five years ago we would have thought it's kind of, kind of like, ah, oh, that's way out there. Right. And when people are shopping for cars and they're looking at vehicles and they're, they're going through these things, most of the time you, you end up in something that has all these buttons and people are looking at it like, I don't know what all those are. Right. It, it used to just have like a hazard button, <laughs> a couple of basics. It's how you control your your heating components. And now even on the the Chrysler lineup, on some of these, they come with that big, huge, long screen the in the middle. Of these, screen, yeah. And the info that's in there is on some of these uh, performance cars and things like that. And even on the trucks, like you get in there, and I was in a TRX, and the info that it gives about the truck in there is. The, the day and age of like wondering when you have an oil change is over. The day and age of wondering. It's going to tell you right there. Every single fluid in that vehicle is being told to you on your screen. And I think it's, it's cool to see the evolution of it. But I think dealers really have to focus on making sure they keep up educating people. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I can tell you, uh, I've been doing this for, for just a minute. I've been, <laughs> I've been around cars literally my whole life. And uh, that learning curve that we have as as, as dealers and, and salespeople that uh, what we thought was fully loaded and the technology that we had years ago versus today, um, if we don't keep up on that to, to where we can educate you as a consumer, what all that stuff will be and what it can really do, uh, we're doing our customers a disservice. So it definitely, yeah. it's definitely time consuming. Um, I mean, you mentioned Dodge Ram uh, and, and that infotainment system and everything that gets controlled in that screen um, from the performance side, you talked about the TRX and some of the Challenger Hellcats, and I mean, from that system, you can go in and actually set performance settings. You can set shift points, um, how you really want the car to operate. You're not just hopping in the car, hitting the, turning the key. There is no key. You push yeah. a button. <laughs> yeah. Um, from taking that same screen and the stuff that you can do with it, it's it's basically a computer. I mean, you can literally your back screen in that radio. I can download your 
kids' pitchers or the pitchers from the baseball game or football game. That can be your back screen on your radio. Yeah. Um, and it's, if customers don't know that, uh, it's just not going to get used. So what would you say if somebody's in the, the market and they're looking to buy a vehicle right now, what are two or three of your favorite technology updates that have came in the last couple of years? Like something that when you get in a vehicle, like, like my brother, for instance, loves the heads-up display. Like, I've had it. It's not something like a make or break it for a vehicle for me. Right. But he just like, he. It's something that he loves. Like, there are certain things that that I like and that have been huge pluses for me. Uh, what would you say like one of those like big, a couple of those big like technology like steps that like, you really like? You know, the biggest thing that uh, that I've come to love is the is is pairing the car with my phone. Um, being able to start my car from my phone, turn the car off with my phone, set the temperatures with the car with the phone, and then be able to have the notifications. If there's something going on inside my car, I get notifications right right to my phone. Um, so that's a, that would be number one. Um, and uh, even though Adaptive Cruise and Lane Assist has now been out for a few years, uh, that technology continues to evolve. But uh, in today's world, as much as we encourage people not to talk on their cell phones while they're driving, yeah. um, it's going to happen, uh-huh. um, and it's one of the uh, one of the options and the technology that we definitely overshare. Because if you do happen to be on your phone and you're driving down, and the car's got lane assist, the probability of you getting into an accident is is cut way, way, way down. And I think that we're seeing a huge like kind of what I want to lead into also is like what the future is to hold in vehicles. And I think it's came so far even on the calling with a vehicle and being on the phone, where now like my truck has everything on it for my phone on the steering wheel. Like you really don't even have to be on your phone anymore. So that, that whole mentality of like, don't be on your phone when you're driving, like I can run it all through the truck. And it's, I'm not you just hit a button and start I'm just, talking. I'm just sitting there driving, click a button. I'm talking and everything. I hang up and it's, I can just talk through the truck. Like, Hey, call X, Y, and Z. It makes my phone calls for me. Hey, text this person, say what you're wanting. It sends the text that it, it's cool. And yeah. I think that I think in the future too, I think it's going to get to where our cars have their own phone number. Like yeah, I could see it, I soon. Can see it soon. Like with, because they can put the, the Wi-Fi in them now and vehicles have Wi-Fi in them that at a point it's just going to be like, hey, Frank's driving down the road, just call Frank's truck. And it just auto... Auto calls. And it just auto calls. I see that happening. And it, could, it would have all the apps of you what you have on your phone. It would just be all programmed into the vehicle. Because, I mean, they can fit everything into something this small. I think they got some room in a... In a, a pickup 12, truck, twelve inch screen. <laughs> yeah, to put it in there. Yeah. You know, right now in that in, in that service, you actually have the when somebody's calling you, mm-hmm. um, or you do a voice command, you're going to call somebody using the uh, connected services. It shows right up, right on your right in your screen. Mm-hmm. You you know you you see who's calling you. Hey, my sister's calling me. I, I'm going to take that call. Push a button on your steering wheel, and you just start talking. The other thing that some people are afraid of in that world is hey, they're sitting there listening to the radio. Um, and they get an incoming call, do, do they have to turn the radio off? Do they, have to, you know, it all make kills everything else. And now you're talking through the car, the speakers are coming through the car yeah. and it automatically turns your other systems off. So I, def- I think we've talked on the technology side from really like user interface side, the, the mobile side, the, the lane keep assist, the movement of the car, the simplicity of, pairing with your phone, everything, how far that's come. 
Where do you see, I know behind the scenes there's a lot of things happening with the safety side of technology. And cars are becoming safer and safer and safer. And what do you see from the dealership side that when somebody is looking at a car on these different safety features? You know, again, like I mentioned, it's uh, education, number one. But uh, the biggest thing is, uh, is the number of airbags that are in a car, how safe that car really is to, to drive. In the, and in the event you were to ever get in an accident, uh, I mean, there's anywhere from seven to, you know, a, a Pacifica that's got 21 different airbags <laughs> in that car. Um, and the way that those sensors work, and if you're ever involved in an accident, I mean, everybody is... Turn into a bubble turn boy. Turn into a bubble boy, <laughs> and, you're, and, you're, and you're and everyone's everyone's safe and sound. Yeah, um, I think we'll continue to see that technology evolve, where uh, the airbag pieces, the interior cabins are are more and more safe. Um, you know, tied into the the sensors and what's going to come through uh, the exterior of the car. Those communications are going to get are going to get bigger. Yeah, and I think with a lot of new cars, you you touch on the sensor side. I mean. These new cars, I feel like if, if you're in a brand new car and you're backing into something, you're running into something forward, like it's it's 100% your fault. That car's beeping, flashing, right. buzzing all over the... If you, if, you run, if you run into a parking lot pole in today's <laughs> world, uh, you want to hit that pole. Yeah. You know, because the car's going to, it's going to break for you. It's going to yep. beep at you. Um, you're going to have to force it to, to actually go on, hey, I want to hit that pole. Yeah. The, you know. the first time I was in my... Uh, I was driving my fiance's car. I was backing up in a parking lot. There was like a bush behind me. I saw it. I was backing up in the car. Uh, it stopped itself like immediately just because it registered there was a bush behind it. Right. And it was just like, it's these cars, I mean, are almost, they're, they're making them to where there's a point where I don't think you're going to have parking lot accidents. Like at those speeds, they're not going to let it happen. Right. And I think that's a lot of what they're doing too with the self-driving vehicles is making it to where it's sensing the vehicles around them that makes a big difference. Um, Even backing out of your uh, garage, we don't take the time and, and share those the backup sensors and the backup cameras that are on there. Um, if you're in a normal garage and if you don't educate your customer that that car has got a rear, rear sensing, it, it, just as you're backing out of the garage, it'll want to stop for you because it's not immediately what's behind you. It, it circles out two feet around. Well, in some cases, you only got two feet on each side of your car as you're coming out of the garage. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just went through it with my wife. She, you know, got a new Grand Cherokee, and it is and the car keeps stopping. I can't back out of the garage. <laughs> um, and it's just those sensors and sharing that education. What uh, what that piece really does. Yeah. Um, the last thing I want to touch on is the amount of cameras that they're putting on cars. I feel like it's getting. I feel like the last like three years they've went crazy with cameras. I think camera technology in general has evolved right. so much, which has brought it into the automotive space very quickly. Uh, but with the, the 360 cameras with, I mean, they have cameras on mirrors, they have it to where they sense now when vehicles are next to you, the cameras on the back, cameras on the front. Do you, also even inside now, like you, Absolutely. Were, t you were telling me about the, the, the family cars that have cameras inside. You can actually, if you're driving the car, you can actually, uh, you know, if you got kids in the in the back, you can it'll show right up either in your mirror or on the screen of the car um, what's going on in the back of your vehicle. You got a minivan, you're actually seeing what's going on back there behind it. Um, the other big piece that is new, uh, really, this last year um, is in trucks. I mean, we got a 360 camera view of everything around the vehicle. Um, well, if you if you're buying a truck, there's a good chance you're using that truck to tow something. Yeah. Um, well, in all of our heavy truck lines, they have a trailer camera package 
to where there's cameras that as you plug your trailer in for your normal trailer lights and whatnot, it actually plugs in additional cameras that's a 360 view on the trailer that you're pulling um, to where you can actually see what's going on around the trailer. You can see your wheels, tires, see if there's something happening back there. You got a 30-foot trailer behind you and you get sit there and see right on your screen that, you know, hey, there's a semi coming up behind me. Yeah. Um, that technology is really, really taken off. Yeah, I didn't even think about that side of it. I mean, nowadays, if you have a truck and you can't, the, the day and age of two people yelling at each other trying to get backed up to a trailer, I think that day and age is over. Because I remember as a, as a kid, my dad would be directing me back up to the right. trailer. And I mean, it was, it was a full-on yelling fight most of the time. So we fixed that problem with we some cameras. It, you know. Yeah. And, and I actually have the, you know, in three of the models that we have here in Fort Scott to have a mode to where you can lock in your trailer, put the car in reverse, and the new Tundra capstone will absolutely back that truck up for you in an automatic trailer mode and back it all the way up to uh, right, match up your ball in the tongue of that trailer. I feel like that's a skill set that people still need to know. And the Tundra's going to, that's going to be a lost art form one of these right. days. <laughs> that everyone's like, well, my, my truck just backs it up. I know, in, uh, is it the F-150s that have the, the knob that you can put a trailer on and then you just use the use knob? The knob, yeah. Yep. It was, I haven't personally used one, but I, I know I've, I've seen the commercials on and I've seen that, I've heard people that use it that, say it's pretty cool you know i can tell you you know it wasn't that long ago uh, i I had to go rent a trailer i rented a a u-haul trailer um the gentleman's there helping me uh gets the trailer all set up hey you got a backup over there and he's walking out to the trailer while i spin my truck around back up and i'm hooked up to the trailer before he can even walk there and i've never gotten out of the truck (laughs) and he's standing there goes how did you do that you know I said, I'd love to take credit for it, but uh, the technology that's in these trucks, uh, you know, it wasn't all me. It was just yeah. me knowing how to use that screen. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that the vehicles just as a whole have, I mean, that they're evolving. They're going to continue to evolve. And I think that you guys are doing a great job at educating the consumer on what these vehicles have. And so when you are shopping for vehicles, just make sure you keep an eye on that technology and that you don't get overwhelmed and ask the professionals here that are working with a ton of different brands that they, you may have something that you want that that brand may just not have it, or it may just be, there's a different vehicle somewhere on the property that works, that has all of those things that you're looking for. So, um, any final Mm. thoughts on technology in the automotive space? You know, I would, the the only thing I would, add to that is there's so much in there and it's continuing to grow uh the consumers today are going to use what they know um and nine times out of ten they're not going to use a hundred percent of what's in this new car um so we've even adapted the a deal at first oil change you know when it's time for your first service and you come in one of the things that we do is go what have you learned what haven't you learned what do you like what don't you like um and kind of use that first three months of owning that car we'll find out what they're what they're not using and what they could be using. Um, you find out what their hot buttons are that, you know, hey, no, I really dig this 12 inch screen. I like being able to split the screen, um, have the radio on one half, have the navigation on the other half or whatever it may be, but uh, they're gonna use what they're comfortable with and what they know, um, but there's still probably another 50% <laughs> that they're not using. Yeah, that's actually a really good idea. I didn't even think about when they get that first oil change and they're in here like double checking that they are 
figuring out the technology. Because that would have been something really helpful when I got that truck a couple times right. ago where I didn't know what I was doing with the app, even though I thought I was smart enough to figure it out. But, uh, yeah, that's I like that, going back over that and just double-checking. and Just ask them the questions and, you know, yeah. keep, them, uh, keep them informed. Well, perfect. If you're in the market for a vehicle, if you just have questions about technology, if you have questions about any vehicle that is at Fort Scott or in the Briggs Group at all, feel free to reach out to Frank. Reach out to a specialist here. Uh, what's a good phone number they can reach you at? You know, the uh, main store here at the number, 620-944-9888. Perfect. Oh, I had to think about that for a second. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes we get put on the spot for a phone number. It's harder to come up with. You know, but we, we do have yeah. a secondary number. It's uh, um, 0900. <laughs> so it's another, another number. But. All right. Also, you can check out BriggsAuto.com. That is connected to all the stores. And that is going to be the Briggs Auto Insider. Thanks for joining today, Frank. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Briggs Auto Insider, the podcast where automotive knowledge begins. Tune in next week for another episode.